Well, hello everyone and welcome to this lesson which I've entitled Look Up. Uh in this lesson, I'm going to talk about all of the things that you see when you look above you during the day. Whether you're in a building, whether you're in your house or at work or if you're outside walking down the street. In this lesson, you will look up many times hopefully um and see some of the things that I'm talking about. If you're wondering where the ideas for these lessons come from, this came from two places. Number one, I was sitting in a larger area of our school yesterday listening to another teacher and I was a bit bored and I looked up and saw a skylight and thought, I haven't taught the word skylight yet. Then later in the day, I was making my short English lesson for my other channel and I saw, well, I heard wind chimes. Uh I never actually did see them and I thought, oh, I just looked up twice today. I can do a whole lesson on this, I think. So, welcome to this lesson on things you will see if you look up. Things that you will find on the ceiling and things that you will find um above your head when you walk around your city or your town. Skylight. So, as I mentioned, when I looked up yesterday while I was sitting, I saw a skylight above my head. When a window is in a wall, we call it a window. When a window is in a ceiling, we call it a skylight because it lets you see the sky and it lets in lots of light. The window at the far end on the wall is not a skylight. I should have put an arrow. If you were in this room and you were to look up, the window that you see, it's hard to point on the picture. The window that you see that's part of the ceiling, we would call a skylight. Now, most of the skylights that I've seen do not open but some skylights do open as well. But the majority of skylights that I've seen, at least in our building at school, they do not open. It's just um a fixed window in the ceiling that does not open. So, a skylight, a window in the ceiling that lets some light in um and lets you see the sky. It's a good name, isn't it? Uh I did wanna review that when you look up when you are in a building, what you see above you is called the ceiling. I will talk about roof a little bit later. A roof is what you see on the outside of a building but when you look up, if you look up right now, I'm assuming you are all inside. What you see above your head is called the ceiling. Um so, in our gym at school, there are rafters. This isn't my gym but our gym looks a lot like this. If you see the white things that go across, we call that a rafter. Sometimes when students are playing volleyball, they'll hit the ball really high and it will hit the rafters or it will even get stuck in the rafters. So, when you go in a large room, you don't often see rafters in a house. They're usually covered with, you know, we put a board on the ceiling but rafters are those large wood or metal things that go across the top of a large building uh, and you can usually see other things inside of the rafter like it's a big triangle with other little pieces in it and we call that a rafter. So, sometimes when you hit a volleyball really hard, it goes up and it hits the rafters and then um yeah and then it's out of play I think if it hits the rafters. I'm not a volleyball expert. So, uh and then we also have what's called a beam. So, this is a very traditional beam. It's actually called an I-beam. If you turn and look at the N, it looks like the letter I in English. That's why it's called an I-beam. Um but these are what we use in various building projects. 
my house has a really large room at the back and there is an I-beam in the ceiling to kind of hold up the floor. So, it's a very strong, strong beam. I think I did a lesson once where I was in the upstairs part of my barn and I showed you a really old wooden beam in the barn. So, a beam is a single piece of metal or wood that you might see. If you look up, you might see one above your head. Maybe you live in a a house with really nice beams that you can see when you look at the ceiling. And of course, a common one would be a light fixture. This is the general term for whatever is on the ceiling where you would put a light bulb in or put a light uh, um like a uh, fluorescent tube in. We would call it a light fixture. Some rooms don't have light fixtures. The room I'm in doesn't have any light fixtures. I just have you can see I have the lamp behind me and then I have a few other lamps in this room. There are no light fixtures in the ceiling. But in my kitchen, there are three different places where there's a light fixture and I put light bulbs in the light fixture so that uh, at night, you could turn the light on and you can see. It's always good to be able to see at night. It uh, helps you uh read and work on things. Um I often wonder what the world was like before we had light fixtures and the ability to see at night. Just I guess little candles everywhere. That would not have been very nice. And then you might have a ceiling fan. So, aptly named. Not sure if you know the word aptly but it means um it makes sense to call it this. It is a fan. A fan that's located on the ceiling. So, we call it a ceiling fan. Very, very simple. These are really nice to have both in the summer and you might not know this. They're nice to have in the winter. We do not have a ceiling fan in our house but there are ceiling fans in some places in our school and what they do is in the summer, uh they circulate the air and in the winter, they circulate the air as well. They bring the warm air back down again. Uh warm air will rise in a room and then the ceiling fan will help bring that warm air back down. So, a ceiling fan uh again aptly named a fan that is located on the ceiling so that you can stay cool when you want to stay cool. Chandelier. We don't have a chandelier. I do remember though my grandparents had a chandelier above their dining room table. They they weren't rich. They didn't have a fancy house but they had a chandelier. A chandelier is a very fancy type of light that hangs from the ceiling and it has multiple light bulbs in it. Um so, chandelier. I'm sorry if you're French and it sounds like a strange pronunciation but a chandelier is um kind of a I think the word ornate would work here. You know, it's very nicely decorated. It's usually made out of you know, a really nice kind of metal like brass or it might have a silver look to it. It's not made out of silver but it looks nice and shiny um but definitely chandeliers are very fancy. Now, my grandparents, the chandelier had little fake gems hanging from it as well like like not real diamonds but like fake plastic diamonds. So, a chandelier, uh, a very nice ornate. Ornate means like rich looking. Um I guess it could actually mean rich but a very nice looking uh light. I don't like chandeliers. Generally, I hit my head on them when I stand up from the table if I'm leaning forward. 
So, there's an interesting type of ceiling and I'm wondering how common these are around the world. In large buildings and sometimes in the basements of houses in Canada, we will use ceiling tiles and we will install what's called a drop ceiling. So, most of the hallways at my school have a drop ceiling in it. That means they installed metal like a metal grid and they put ceiling tiles and <laughs> pointing the wrong way into that grid. Um the reason this is common in a building like a school or in maybe a government building or a factory is it allows you to easily remove the tiles to get at what's in the ceiling. In our school, there's a lot of wiring in the ceiling. There's a lot of network cable and electrical wires. And so, if they put in a permanent ceiling and they needed to change or add things or fix something, it's hard to get into the ceiling. So, they install what's called a drop ceiling. Um they put in a whole grid of metal rails and then inside of that, individual ceiling tiles are placed. Um very handy. Our basement doesn't have a drop ceiling but it is common in Canada to do the same thing in the basement of a house for the same reason. By the way, the basement is the the room in the ground of a house um because there's lots of pipes and wires and electrical wires in the ceiling. Uh it's nice to put a drop ceiling in with ceiling tiles so that you have access if you need to. An air vent. You might see an air vent if you look up. This is a general term for any place where air can enter or leave a building. So, in Canada, we heat our houses a lot with furnaces that force air through the house. We call it forced air actually. It's a forced air heating system as opposed to hot water in pipes or radiant heating in the floor. So, you might see an air vent in the ceiling. Um at school, there are a lot of air vents in the ceiling. In my house, in the basement, there are air vents in the ceiling but on the main floor, the air vents are in the floor. Sometimes, the air vent is in the ductwork. So, ductwork is this series of metal um basically box like tubes that carry the air through the house. We would call this ductwork. So, you might see an air vent. This air vent is in the ductwork or you might just see ductwork. This one actually has an air vent in it too. Yeah, there is a little air vent there in the middle of it. An exhaust fan. So, these are common in places like bathrooms. Bathrooms often will have an exhaust fan in the ceiling to remove either the moisture from when you have a shower or bath or the smell after you go to the bathroom. So, it's very common at least in North America for there to be a light on the ceiling in a bathroom and for there to be an exhaust fan. We also call it a bathroom fan. You know, if someone goes to the bathroom um and it smells, let's be honest, sometimes when you go to the bathroom, it smells. It's polite to turn on the bathroom fan to remove the air from the bathroom for a little bit. So, we would call it an exhaust fan if it's just in any room. Uh in a bathroom, you could call it an exhaust fan or bathroom fan. And we also have a fan in our kitchen above where we cook. Uh we call it a kitchen fan or you could call it an exhaust fan as well. So, the word exhaust means to take out the air like it exhausts the air. Security camera. Security cameras are usually located out of reach. There's a good word. 
they put security cameras out of reach so that people can't mess with the security camera. Um a security camera isn't useful if it's at eye level because someone could just sneak up and spray paint on the front of it. But as you know, a security camera is a camera that is usually outside of a building. It can be inside of a building um and it records people who are walking by. So, if a crime is committed or if something bad happens, you can look at the footage to figure out what happened. Smoke alarm. So, we have a number of names for these but it might be called a smoke alarm. It might be called a fire alarm. It might be called uh, a carbon monoxide detector. Let me say that one again. A carbon monoxide detector. Um a smoke alarm is used to detect smoke. If a smoke alarm senses smoke, it will go off. It will start to beep. A carbon monoxide detector detects carbon monoxide and if it senses carbon monoxide, it starts to beep to warn the people who live there that they need to get out of the house or get out of the building. So, smoke alarm, carbon monoxide detector, a couple of different slightly different thing. Although, in Canada, most of our smoke alarms now, I shouldn't say most. A lot of smoke alarms are also carbon monoxide detectors. They do both jobs. You might have a hanging plant. So, I mentioned the other day that I was um teaching in the classroom of another teacher and that teacher had lots of plants in their room. Um she had plants in pots and there were a couple hanging plants. So, a hanging plant is um a plant in a pot which has some ropes or chains and it's hooked onto the ceiling. Hanging plants are nice because instead of the plants all being you know at our level, it feels a little more um like you're in a jungle or something. It's nice to have a hanging plant in a room. It adds a little bit of greenery. It has adds a touch of green to the room and most humans enjoy having plants around. It just makes us feel uh, a little bit better. A mobile. So, this is only if you have babies. This is something you might hang above a baby's crib. A mobile is something that it can turn but it has all little things hanging from it. Um this is the only place where I know that in North America, we still have mobiles. Um sometimes students will make this as a school project uh but a mobile is just something that hangs with other little things hanging from it. If it's a a mobile above a kid's uh crib, it might turn and it might play a song. You might wind it up and it will play a song but uh, yes, a mobile. Wind chimes. So, as I mentioned, I heard some wind chimes yesterday. Um wind chimes are things that hang somewhere on someone's property. Maybe they are hanging in a tree. Maybe they're hanging from the eaves of the house and when the wind blows, they make like a it's not really a song but it's not noise. It's like a pleasing sound. It's like a song made by the wind. So, you can see this wind chime. There are a series of pipes and they're all different lengths which makes a slightly different sound. Each pipe is probably tuned or cut so that when you hit it, it makes a certain note. One probably makes a C note, um an A note, an F note, a G and then there's usually a little thing in the middle that will hit them or they hit each other. 
and when they do that, they play a lovely uh, little sound, a little a song by the wind. Let's that's my definition of it. Uh they make a song um the wind makes a song by blowing the wind chimes. Bird feeder. So, this is a cardinal by the way. The bird here is a cardinal. We like it when we see a cardinal. It's really fun especially in the winter uh when you see a bird that's completely red land to eat some uh feed from the bird feeder. Um but a bird feeder is something that humans put up outside. Sometimes in a tree. Sometimes it just hangs from a pole and birds can come and then they can eat some of the bird feed. Um in Canada, bird feeders are pretty common. Um it is fun in the winter when you're stuck inside on a cold day to look outside and see some birds eating from the bird feeder. We did have a bird feeder. We don't currently have a bird feeder. Um it blew down in a windstorm and got wrecked a little bit I think. I should go look. Maybe in my next short video, I'll go look for the bird feeder. But anyways, a bird feeder, a place where birds can get a little snack. It's like a little restaurant for birds. There you go. Uh patio lights. So, it's very common in most parts of the world to spend time outside to uh sit outside and enjoy just uh being not inside um and you might need some lights. This down here is called a patio. I might call this up here a pergola but if I was to sit outside, I would want some lights so that when it gets late, you could stay out lights. Uh, stay out. You could stay out late and still see. So, patio lights are something that we hang up uh so that we can have lights outside. By the way, patio lights are a little bigger than Christmas lights. They kind of look the same but patio lights usually have bigger bulbs and give off more light so that you can see at night in the summer here um when you're sitting outside. Uh eaves troughs and I put the word gutters on there. Um so in Canada around your house we have what's called eaves trough. My understanding is in other places they call these gutters um but we in Canada call them eaves trough. So when it rains the rain goes into the eaves trough and then eventually it goes down the downspout and it goes into your cistern or it goes somewhere away from your house. People do different things with the water but an eaves trough is meant to collect rain from a roof when it rains so that the water can either be directed away from the house because you don't want the water to get into your house um or it might go into a large cistern which is a big tank usually underground in Canada uh, where you can store water to use for something later. So, eaves trough um or gutters. You can see the gutters on a house. A roof. So, I mentioned earlier I was going to talk about the difference between the ceiling and the roof. So, here's the difference. If you're inside and you look up, you see the ceiling. If you are outside and you look at a building, the top part where the this guy is sitting is called the roof. Let me make that a little bit bigger. So, he is sitting on not this guy. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, he's sitting standing on some scaffolding I think. No, the guy in the red pants over there, he is sitting on the roof. The roof is where you install solar panels. You can also see this roof has three skylights. If you look far over, you'll see it has three skylights. Um I'm guessing that these people just finished installing this roof. Maybe they just put the metal on 
and I wanted to show this picture because this is the style of metal roof we usually use in Canada. It's just sheets of metal um and then as I mentioned shingles are more common but this is the type of metal we use if we do a metal roof. Um let's see. Tree canopy. So, when you look up when you see the top of a tree, we call this the canopy. It's similar to like when Jen and I go to market, we set up a canopy. So, we sit under a canopy and trees also have a canopy. So, when you look up, if you're in the forest and you look up, you will see the tree canopy or you will see the canopy. So, it's the top part of the tree that is kind of protecting you from the sun. When you look up and see the tree canopy, uh, you're seeing um the sun kind of hitting all the leaves and you're standing below in a nice cool shady place. So, it's nice. I enjoy walking in the woods or in the forest under the canopy and being protected from the sun and having a nice a nice hike you would call it. Street light. Pretty common one. This is also a pretty common sight in Canada. There are usually seagulls, the bird up top. Let's get a little bigger. The bird up top is called a seagull. You often will see seagulls standing on street lights. Um street lights help keep our streets lit at night. They help you to see but they are also good to keep you safe. It's good to be able to walk around the city when it's well lit at night so that you are safe from something bad happening to you. So, you have street lights. You also have power lines. Um power lines are the not not the tower, okay? But the wire that goes from tower to tower, we would call power lines. So, you can see here there are a lot of power lines here. In Canada, the majority of our power lines are in the air on towers. I know in some countries, power lines are buried. Sometimes I wish our power lines were buried but I think our country is simply too big for it to be cost effective. It's just really expensive to bury power lines. So, the majority of our power lines are in the air uh, above our heads. And then sometimes when they're working, well, that changed my voice a little bit, didn't it? Give me one second here. Sorry about that. So, when they're working somewhere where there are power lines, they might put signs up that say danger overhead wires. So, let's say they're fixing a road and they know that lots of big trucks and equipment are going to come and help fix the road. They might put these signs in to warn people that there are power lines above so they don't hit them with their equipment. On top of my van, my one van, Uh, I have a roof rack. You can use a roof rack for a variety of things. We never use our roof rack but you could put skis on a roof rack. You might have a special um thing to hold bicycles and you can put bikes on your roof rack. Sometimes people will have like a an extra storage space on the roof racks of their vehicle but roof racks are the little things on top of a vehicle that you can use to tie things down to or to carry things. So, your vehicle might have a roof rack. And then, of course, there are satellite dishes and antennas. Where I live out in the country, people are more likely to have a satellite dish 
They used to have an antenna to watch TV but most people now have a satellite dish. So, a satellite dish receives a signal from a satellite up in space. An antenna receives a radio wave from another antenna actually. So, when I was a kid, we had an antenna on our house so that we could watch television but now we have a satellite dish on our house um because we just get more channels that way. With an antenna, we get six channels on our TV. With a satellite dish, we get a hundred and something channels. I don't even know how many we get. Too many, I think. So, a satellite dish and an antenna. A clothesline, you might see a clothesline if you look up on someone's property. Um a clothesline is something you use to dry clothes. So, you can put your clothes on a clothesline and then the sun and wind will dry them. We don't use a clothesline but we have drying racks that we can use inside our house or outside our house. In fact, yesterday, Jen dried the clothes. Actually, two days ago, she dried the clothes outside on our drying rack but uh, a clothesline, maybe someday I'll install a clothesline um to dry our clothes outside. And then, of course, this lesson could go on forever but it's not going to. You have the sun, the moon, stars, clouds. You can see satellites at night uh, up in the sky. You have outer space above your head. Uh, You have the atmosphere. There are many things that I could talk about but I'm going to end the lesson here. So, when you look up today, try to remember some of the names as you go through your day. Maybe walk through your house. If you're at the shopping mall later or if you are still at work, Uh, Go for a little walk and look above you and see if you can see rafters. See if you can see air vents, ductwork. Well, you're not gonna have a bird feeder at work. Security cameras, exhaust fans. Try to find all these things as you go through your day. Anyways, thanks for watching everybody. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.